special where we're diving into all of the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes. Uh, this is Treehouse of Horror 3 today, so say goodbye to the last lingering thread of your heterosexuality because you're about to listen <laughs> to four guys who have seen a lot of movies. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God, thank God this episode was better than the last uh, one. So yeah. much better than the oh, last one. So much more. It felt like a Simpsons episode. It did. Just felt like good comedy. Like, there was a lot of good shit going on in this one. So, um, yeah, I'm very happy that there's a lot of good stuff going on. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, even just from the opening shot, you can tell this is going to be a much better experience. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You Um, actually had your, like, traditional opening gag, uh, which is nice, and, and, like, all the opening jokes were fucking solid. The uh, grandpa's joke about fucking welfare was amazing. (laughs) I love that one. So, yeah, so this one begins with the uh, Homer Simpson's uh, silhouette drawing, much in the same vein as the famous oh Alfred my Hitchcock God. silhouette yeah. <laughs> from Alfred Hitchcock Presents. I just went, oh my God, I can't believe that they're doing this. Yep, they're doing this. And he gives the usual warning of there are a bunch of crybabies out there, religious types mostly, who don't <laughs> like scary stories. <laughs> As he starts oh. daring everybody to turn off their TVs and calling them chicken. But then the audience <laughs> does turn off their TV. And Marge comes out and scolds him. And he says, I swear I didn't call anybody chicken. I swear on this Bible, but it's not a Bible. It's a book of carpet samples. <laughs> um, oh, I haven't seen a good uh, a cutaway gag that good since Gremlins 2. Yeah, it was a really good opening. And then we go through the graveyard. So this is Halloween Special 3. You got a few gravestones. There's really only one that I was amused by in this one. This, and that was the last one, American Workmanship, as it just crumbles <laughs> yeah. apart. They've been going pretty fast. Like yeah, Every like, episode, they've been going like faster and faster through yeah, the cemetery. Yeah. They're, not di- they're less gravestones as well. Yeah, like, there's not yeah. nearly as many in each episode. Yeah, like, I feel like two episodes from now, it's like one gravestone and then dead. Dude, I feel like it's like like con- contractually obligated to do those. Like, you know, when you do the side effects for like a medication, like it yeah. one, or the terms of agreement, like it wants to go as fast as possible. I think it's starting to get to that point. I think so. I, I, this might be the last one where they did the gravestones. It's either uh, this one or the next one. Okay. Um, but they do give them up pretty soon. And then the couch gags is a skeleton version of the family sitting on the couch. It's pretty great. Yep. Uh, they turn it into a t-shirt that Mark got me for my birthday last year. Nice. Um, and yeah, that's the opening. Our wraparound this episode is the Simpsons are throwing a Halloween party. Uh, they have a whole bunch of neighborhood kids over. Everybody's wearing a costume. A lot of costumes in this one. My favorite is Bart as Alex DeLarge from Clockwork Orange. That's very. I was like, holy shit, that's, <laughs> that's an really... interesting one. I was Surprise. like, wow, that that is that is very specific, especially for yeah. a kid. Just like, huh? That's interesting. Oh, You're yeah. like, oh, there's a very violent rape scene in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> you get Nelson punching Martin in the stomach. Um, Homer comes down the stairs as the mighty Caesar, but his uh, toga gets cut in a nail in the wall and rips off his toga, so he's just standing there in his underwear, everybody laughing at him. 
and then uh, Marge does that game where the kids close their eyes and she passes around grapes and like these are witch's eyes and mm-hmm. then um, these are brains and it's a steak and so on and so forth. Yeah. We've all been to a Halloween party where they do that. Game. Oh yeah, those are like oh, a lot yeah. of my memories too as a oh, kid. Yeah. It's like I don't remember like a lot of my costumes I had as a kid. Most of them were basic. I do like remember a lot of like scares and and dealing with like. I've never Parties seen anybody do that before. Really? Yeah, it was a fun little thing that they used to do with the I kids. never liked yeah. it. Even as a kid, I thought it was a waste of food. Ah, well, fair enough. I'll agree with that. Especially yeah. steak. Yeah, what, are you, what are you wasting steak for? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, the parties I had, they weren't using steak. They were using, like, olives and, like, spaghetti and... Yeah, shit that doesn't cost you that much. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, fucking steak's a lot of money, though. That'd yeah, be, that'd be a ridiculous. I wouldn't waste, waste a steak yeah. on a joke like that. That's a little ridiculous. Yeah. The Simpsons wonder whether in financial trouble. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> um, but yes, as uh, the game goes on, uh, Bart says, "Hey, old mom, we haven't gotten the eyes yet, but Homer has been eating the food as it's been getting to him <laughs> in the line. They need a new Halloween game." Marge asks if anybody knows a good ghost story, to which Lisa says she has one. It's about a boy and his doll. Homer says that's not so scary. And Lisa adds a doll from hell. Maniacal laugh, maniacal laugh. Go into our first segment, Clown Without Pity. Zach, tell us about Clown Without Pity. So Clown Without Pity, it starts on Bart's birthday yep and he opens his present from his grandfather and it's just a (laughs) box full of cash (laughs) and Bart's like oh my god thank you grandpa and the grandpa's like yeah it's my welfare check I got it from the government I don't need it but I'll be sure to raise hell if they miss even a fucking penny (laughs) it's like holy shit how true wow the uh so right off the bat we're with we're having a great start so then um it's great Homer's just like, oh shit, I need to go out and get him a gift. So he goes to this cursed antique shop filled Your with a bunch one-stop of... one-stop shop for evil. Yeah, there you go. The one-stop shop for evil with all the cursed antiques. And you got this pale-skinned old dude. And don't forget frozen yogurt. Uh, well, we'll get to or that. Or as he calls it, Froger's. We'll get to that in a second. So yeah, he asks, uh, do you sell anything uh, here for like boys or whatever? He's like, all our items are cursed, but we do sell yogurt. But we call it Froger's. <laughs> you have anything for a 10-year-old boy? Oh, yes. And he picks up this fucking crusty doll. But beware. It is cursed. <gasps> but it does come with Frogert. <sighs> but the Frogert is cursed. <gasps> but it comes with your choice of topping. <gasps> but the topping is... What was the topping? But oh. the toppings contain potassium benzoate. It is also cursed. <gasps> that's, also, that's awful bad. <laughs> that's good. That, oh, that's bad. That's good. That's bad. <laughs> Like, that's a science joke. <laughs> it's a pretty big and long back and forth, but it's pretty funny. So, brings the fucking toy home. It's all wrapped. Bart unwraps it, sees it's a crusty talking doll. And he's like, oh my god, it's the best birthday gift in the world. Yay! And uh, hugs his dad. And then, um, what's it called? Later, him, a Homer, and the doll are sitting on the couch. And he pulls the string. And the crusty doll's like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> he's like, oh, that's cool. The doll repeats it again. I'm going to kill you. Hey, I didn't actually pull the string that time. <laughs> and then he gets somebody, starts threatening Homer. He throws the doll over the fucking couch, and then he pops back up with a fucking knife. Homer screams at the top of his lungs. The family rushes in. What the fuck's going on in here? Oh my god. The doll's trying to kill me. The crusty's sitting on his hands and shit with a smile on his face. Bart's like, you know, I think he's lost his mind. I'd say the pressure's going to get to dad, but what pressure? <laughs> exactly. There you go. 
Then they leave, and he starts chasing Homer with a knife. And it's just like, okay. Fast forward to Homer taking a bath, singing a really stupid song to himself. He was singing the Oscar Mayer Wiener song. I don't care. He, he didn't know how to spell the, all of the Oscar Mayer. <laughs> hate that fucking song. It's so stupid. But anyways, um... Krusty pops out of the water with a fucking spear, throws it at Homer, barely missing his left ass cheek. Homer's <laughs> running through the house naked. Marge and her sisters are sitting in the kitchen. Which, by the way, did anybody also catch that that is in a, a, a Moby Dick uh, joke? Because he has a spear gun and he's hunting a whale. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyways, so Homer runs through the kitchen butt-ass naked. And Marge and her two sisters are there, and her sister just goes, Well, there goes any resemblance of my heterosexuality. Oh my god, it's fucking great. <laughs> um, Alright, so fast forward a few seconds later. Krusty the doll is sitting in this dollhouse, which I don't know who the fuck owns a dollhouse in that house. Probably but anyways, Lisa. Lisa. Um, sure. Um, he's talking to what I'm going to assume is one of Lisa's Barbie dolls hitting on her and trying to Malibu Stacy. Malibu Stacy. There you go. That's a fucking name. Anyways. <laughs> the Barbie knockoff. Homer barges in with a bag of dirty socks and a chest and he just throws the crusty, the crusty doll in there. And he's, the crusty doll's just like, it's going to take more than a bag of dirty socks to take me down. And then he slowly starts to They are making me woozy. And, and <laughs> he's fighting and then he just slowly just goes poof. And then Homer puts him in the trunk, locks it up, chain and everything, and then he drives to this thing called the Bottomless Pit, where he proceeds to throw the Krusty doll, followed by a mafia guy, probably one of uh, Mark's uncles or something like that. Uh, he throws a body bag in here, and then comes this fucking journalist. Man, I didn't think anybody was gonna... Nobody wanted these nude pictures of Rosie O'Donnell. We'll be going Oh, yeah, another, an, another, one of the one of the cast members of the View. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody will want Rosie O'Donnell. Either. Uh, so yeah. That's besides the point. So yeah, it comes with all these nude pictures of Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg. Goldberg. It throws him into the bottomless pit, and the bottomless pit's like, "No, fuck you!" He throws it back up and gives it to the journalist. What the? Nobody fucking wants those. Oh my god! So fucking love this episode. Homer gets back to the house. And the crusty doll somehow managed to get out of that locked trunk and just stow away on the bottom of Homer's car. And then he just grabs Homer by the back of the head. He's banging him around the house. He lands in the kitchen where Marge sees him and he's starting to choke out Homer. He puts his face in a dog bowl. Homer's like, dog water, no! Marge, 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 the doll's trying to kill me and the toaster's been laughing at me. (laughs) (laughs) So Marge looks on the back of the toy box and it says... 1-800-DON'T-SUE or some shit like that. <laughs> Calls the number. The guy, the tech guy comes in. The doll's trying to pull Homer's tongue out. Just picks up the doll, pulls off its shirt. It's like, oh, here's your problem. You have it set to evil. Click. There's a little switch and, on the back. That's evil. Good. And then, the, uh, and then the doll is just in this pure good form, and it essentially becomes like Homer's best friend slash slave. And it's just like, he's serving Homer all these things. He's like, the... the it's like, I walked the dog today, and the dog buried me, like, five times and shit. Yeah, he'll do that to you. Comes home from a long day of work, goes into the house. The fucking, um, what's it called? His girlfriend doll or whatever. Her head pops up. Ugh, my life sucks. And then it just cuts to the end of the episode. 
Yeah, it was. What a what a what a fucking like breath of fresh air considering the last episode, and it was oh god, it was fucking funny. The um, there were so many funny things. Um, and the uh, by the way, that button's about as useless as the purge button from Cabin in the Woods. Um, uh, why does that thing exist? Why? Why the <laughs> fuck did the to these two switches need to be a thing? Um, uh, but the, I know, and also too, this is actually based on one of my favorite and creepiest, um, uh, Twilight Zone episodes. Um, but Brian always remembers the title. I always Living the, Doll. The Living it is Doll. the easiest title no, to remember. Doll. Well, what's the name of the doll though? It's, um. Talkie Tina. Talkie Tina. Talkie Tina. Fucking t- terrifying of an episode. And, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. Um, uh, Even with the whole, I'm talking Tina and I'm going to kill you. The uh, Yeah, this was a phenomenal episode. Um, it was so nice to actually watch a Simpson episode and laugh hard. Um, uh, yeah. The, uh, what did you think, David? Dude, I loved this episode. Definitely a good start. The uh, the uh, And then moved in into the second episode, which, yeah. uh, which, um, which falls Zach, what did you think of Clown Without Pity? Uh, this might be my favorite episode. Ooh, right. Yeah, so far I think this uh, one might be my favorite episode. It's it really funny. Fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, they did was... actually make the evil talking crusty doll. Really? Like a decade ago, maybe nice. a little more. And it actually does have the good and evil switch on the back. <laughs> and you can pull a string, and depending on where you have the switch, it'll say different things. But it won't say, I'm Crusty the Clown and I'm going to kill you. And I'm willing to bet, like, some like organization it was like if you're marking this to kids you can't have it say i'm gonna kill you i'm, I'm guessing that's what it was probably so probably um you know it's high, high strung re- religious folk yeah it's uh out of production now <laughs> goes like two or three hundred dollars on ebay and like, if, if it said i'm crested the clown and i'm going to kill you if i had the money i would probably shell it out but it's like it's the most famous quote of him from the episode and it's like I, I just can't justify buying it if it's not gonna say it yeah i don't blame me on that one sure. yeah Definitely. a lot of a lot of funny moments in this episode oh especially dude. that whoopie gover one that was oh, the bottomless pet is, just, is was... fucking great yeah and I, I i really liked the um the low angle shot of both lisa introducing the story and grandpa simpson saying that the doll's evil yeah. Oh yeah, when Homer returned from the store with the doll, they're playing pin the tail on the donkey on the front door, and no one else is blindfolded, and Homer just barges in, just bam! Dude, that was, it was fucking great. Dude, and then Grandpa's like, the doll is evil! Grandpa, you've said that about anything. He's like, oh, I just want attention. And of course, I love the, uh, that's good, that's bad, that's Oh, good, that's that bad. fucking bit's hilarious. Uh, the, um, and of course, uh, when Marge's put on hold... Uh, they do the music, everybody loves a clown, oh, so yeah. why don't you? <laughs> Which they do a joke like that like three times in that season of The Simpsons. Oh, that's okay. Um, where it's like somebody's calling something they're put on hold and there's just ironically relevant music playing. Um, yeah, I really like this one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, was, I enjoyed it from start to like finish. It was a good time, no alcohol required. Indeed, indeed. No, no, yeah, it was definitely um, uh, an awesome, awesome episode, which unfortunately leads into a not so awesome episode. So there's next. always that one. Yeah, it's always that. One. There, you know what? I think that's going to be a, a trend with with these. Like, I think for the most part, you're always going to have an episode that's probably on the weaker side. I would love, I would love it if 
we do get to a, a, an episode of Treehouse Horror when all three of them yeah. are like just wait at least solid. Just wait. Like it, like I'm I'm a, they don't have to be fantastic, but solid. Like all consistently three are solid. Yeah. But Brandon's saying that yeah. I will also say the first episode in every single one of these has been the best so far. Like of the yeah, three, yeah, that is interesting. All around, yeah, that definitely True. is a um, an interesting fact. I don't know if it's because of, like we're just fresh and it's out the gate, but but honestly, you know. It, it, I just think it's because they're just the better episodes. I mean, th- at least this time around, the last episode wasn't the worst, thank God, but... Fair enough, fair yeah. enough. So we do have a little bit of wraparound story to get into before our next segment. Um, so as we return from commercial break, Homer is telling a really bad, scary story. <laughs> he forgot to... Like, there's a guy's wife that comes to the door, but he forgot to mention that she's dead. Uh, she hits him on the head of the golf club, but... Nobody understands why as well. The husband used to go golfing all the time and it bugs him. It says, you said he used to go bowling. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so Homer's just failing at telling a story. Grandpa says he's copped up scarier things. Uh, Bart says, Grandpa, you've lived an interesting life. Why don't you tell a story? That's lying. You know it. But I have seen a lot of movies as the animation turns black and white and goes into our second segment. King Homer. Mark. I wonder what this one's about. Can, can I just Whoa. summarize it right now? Sure. It's a way more boring King Kong ripoff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that, that That's about, really that, that, all that about, it is. That and that's it. what makes it so yeah. fucking boring. It's it, it, it's it's really like it, it really is a bad, you know, rip ripoff. And in case anybody who doesn't know King Kong, literally a uh, rich entrepreneur wants to go to a, a mysterious island, hires an actress to, to come along with them, they they find the island. It's got giant King Kong and a bunch of other creatures on it. They uh, they trick King Kong somehow, um, in you know, and then they knock out King Kong, bring him back to New York or Springfield in this case. Uh, King Kong escapes and then kidnaps the the girl, and then I guess and then this one and a twist ending, they get married and have kids. I guess I don't know how that works, but and uh, and that's the end of it. Um, uh, and actually, I only laughed once. Um, uh, where when uh, the Mr. Burns joke? Um, uh, <laughs> fucking dances around yeah. after getting gas. Well, no, that was actually funny. I, I forgot. So there are two good ones when he dances around for the gas, and then also too, and he's Marge's like, "This is terrible." He's like, "You're you're right. I can't I can't wait to see the reviews. They're gonna be terrible." I the, did also like Smithers' line at the beginning. I don't think women and semen mix. We yeah. know what you think. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty funny. A little subtle joke there. The uh, uh, the uh, oh the the dancing around of, of Smithers' sexuality in this entire series and show, um, uh, but uh, yeah, no, it was overall it was a pretty flat fucking episode. Like I understand what they were trying to do. Like you know, you want to incorporate you know, something that everybody knows, but but overall it was a very um, disappointing. It was episode. dull as all hell. Like there were very few like it was only like those two couple bits that like really made me laugh but everything else was kind of like a troll. Um uh, when and I think the only other time I thought something was funny or you know somewhat exciting was when he was just randomly eating people. Um, or the, the whole... I, I really liked the sound of the bones crunching whenever he ate somebody and when he tried to eat Lenny and he's like come on Homer quit eating me. Come on. <laughs> Oh, no, when, uh, I did a little when Burns uh, tells Smithers, great job, Smithers, now it's time for a raise. And then he gets eaten, he's like, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. The uh, buff, for the most part, is very, very flat. 
um, particular the flattest of floors. He's like trying to climb the building, really made it like to the first floor, and then fell off, couldn't, you know, make it to the top. Yeah, the planes high. had to go refuel. Yeah. Yeah, they, they made it seem like he was like almost there, but like camera cuts them. He's like just made it to like the first or second floor and is like <sighs> tired and falls over. Destroys like half the fucking sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but overall it was pretty flat there. Yeah. Um, uh, the, uh, I, I liked it. Uh, I do agree it is the weakest of the three on this episode because it, it did feel very. It felt like they were too afraid to exit the box of. King Kong, like they did a really good job with the animation. Like there are shots, oh, yeah. there are oh, shots yeah. in it that yeah, are yeah. straight out of the movie, recreated beautifully. Um, and of course, it's just like you would never get a black and white segment today. Um, so, and it, I really like that first shot of Marge coming in through the fog. And it, it, I do think this is probably the best animated episode we've had, at least definitely in this trio of stories. Potentially the best animation of the Trials of Horror so far. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it did feel a little too constrained by following King Kong beat for beat. But I still think there was a lot of funny lines and a lot of funny stuff along the way. Yeah, they fell into the uh, um, the uh, the Psycho remake. <laughs> <laughs> the shot for shot Psycho remake. Wasn't he like wrestling a dinosaur at one point? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they got the dinosaur happening. wrestling. They got that, um, the, uh, what do you call it? The, um, the upward angle yeah. of him, just like that close up of mm-hmm. uh, Kong. Um, you've got the three sailors on the ship where they're talking about, oh, yeah, we're going to Ape Island to capture a giant ape. I wish we were going to Candy Apple Island. Candy Apple Island, what do they got there? Apes. But they're not so big. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, they do. So, Zach, what did you think? Meh. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. David? Nah, I didn't enjoy it. The, uh, but I did, like, I agree with Brandon. It looked, the animation part, though, I enjoyed. Yeah. I, I, I liked it. Um, I think the more familiar you are with the 1933 King Kong, the more you're going to get out of it. Yeah. Um, I, don't think this was, I don't think this was bad at all. I don't think there was a single bad story in this trio of stories but this is definitely the weakest fair enough fair enough yeah there wasn't much to say about it it just kind of yeah it's king kong yeah it's king kong Kong. i've seen it so many times i think that's the thing i've seen it so many times in so many different variations and i'm like i'm like i don't it is better than the 1976 jeff bridges king kong Never seen that one. I don't. Seen that. I, <laughs> don't. Don't do that. That was actually the first King Kong I saw as a kid. I'm sorry. Really? I remember enjoying it. But then Peter Jackson. Nope. Okay. But actually, then Peter Jackson's King Kong came out, and I'm like, this is God tier. The, um, I really do like Peter Jackson's. King Kong. Peter like Jackson's it. is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I do like Peter Jackson's one. It's. I think it's extremely underrated. Yeah. The um. Uh, I don't remember seeing anybody hate or dislike that movie. I remember that movie receiving praise across the board that year. I do know people that don't like it, and they're just kind of like, oh, it's boring, it's boring, it's three hours, it's boring. I was like, actually watch the movie. Stop saying it's boring and watch it. Have you watched the fucking movie? Are you out of your mind? You know, the funny thing is, it was kind of one of those movies that, like, like, uh, for a lot of, like, a lot of people, you have to, like, remind them. And then they go, oh, yeah, that's right. 
And I don't know why, like, it, it, it escapes people's minds and people's memories. Because it is actually a very good movie. Not it's, only was it a good movie, but it was also a great fucking video game, too, if you played it. Oh, yeah, I never got a chance to play a video game. I know it was great, but... Yeah, I, that was... Like, I remember get, renting that game, game from Blockbuster. Yeah. If y'all remember Blockbuster. Oh, yeah. I, I do remember that. Blockbuster. I beat that game in one fucking sitting that night. Wow. I played through that whole thing. That game was fun as hell and it looked great on a ps2 like it's like holy shit yeah well you know ps2 had some had some pretty solid shit going on yeah the um uh, but yeah i and that's always the funny thing like i never had a movie that i can remember you know that was really really good but it kind of just escapes people's memories like i, I never like a lot of people like you need to again like i was saying you need to remind them you know and people like you know when you're talking about just Peter Jackson movies and, and you're talking about like general action movies especially when you start getting into like top 10 lists of like early early 2000 movies like from 2000 to 2010 and you bring up that and people are like oh yeah yeah I remember that it was good you know but again though it's it's not somebody that often in conversations that I've noticed people need to be reminded about its existence. And I never really got a straight answer as to why yeah. people forgot about it. Actually, let me ask you guys, because we got Mark, an actor here, and we got Zach, a VFX person here. Let me get your opinion on something. All right. Should Andy Serkis have been eligible for Best Supporting Actor nomination at the at the Oscars as for his portrayal of King Kong? For King Kong? Because he, he was in a motion capture suit playing King Kong... So it's not just this out of a computer thing. There was an actual physical performance there. Uh, Wasn't he also in the movie? Yes. But I'm talking yeah. about his portrayal specifically of King Kong. Well, so is, is a motion capture performance still acting? Um, and should it be in, should performances like that be eligible for, for Oscars? Um, I'm going to say yes, but not that one. Okay. Because Andy Serkis has done other ones yeah. that are, yeah. that are he, he has been. He more... was Gollum. He was Caesar. Correct. Like um, those. I are... would say Gollum is probably his the best Gollum. one. Caesar, I don't know, but I, I... Caesar from Planet of the Apes. No, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't know about Caesar, but definitely Gollum, absolutely. You know what's something funny it is I'm gonna say the reason why I say no, because I didn't even remember that he was playing King Kong. I. I, I until you refresh my memory, didn't didn't There's, even remember. He remembers, but I'll always remember that he played Gollum. Yeah, the yeah. Um, and I always remember they played Caesar. But I will never. Most of the time, I won't remember that he played King Kong. So to answer your question, yes, I do believe that actors should be eligible for um, acting nominations. I would say for the work, King Kong one, he'd be like stunt. Okay. Just because of like the movements sure. that are required to like do ape-like stuff, especially on that kind of scale. I would say more stunt than anything else. The specialty awards that are the like the day before the Oscars that they do all the other awards, um, I would probably consider him in that that category. But again, no, most people, and if you didn't tell them, they wouldn't know. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we return to the Halloween party. Uh, a zombie busts through the door, headless zombie. Everybody screams. Turns out it's Ned Flanders in a zombie costume. He hopes he didn't scare everybody, but. Um, Grandpa Simpson is having a heart attack. <laughs> Bart yeah. says, nice try, but I've got a story so scary you'll wet your pants. And Grandpa says, too late. And he <laughs> scoots away from him. And we go into our final story, Dial Z for Zombies. Nice. David, so tell this, us about some zombies. This episode is obviously a 
parody of like Night of the Living Dead. Um, we start off with uh, Bart in the classroom giving a book report. And then Ms. Corpopo realizes that his book that he chose was your preschool level. It was an alphabet book. <laughs> yeah, it was an alphabet book. So, pop-up um, alphabet book. <laughs> so, wow. that's even like worse. You didn't even read the whole thing. No. I read most of it. <laughs> he, got, like, to pee. he got to pee and he's like, fuck this, I'm done. <laughs> and then uh, she's like, well, you're going to have to, you know, read another one and, and redo your book report. So he stays at school, he's at the library, um, reading one of the books, realizes for some reason there's an occult section in the library that nobody realized that was there. <laughs> and he goes in and in one of the spell books, uh, or black magic book, hits Bart in the head and he's like, oh, this is cool. He opens it and there's a bunch of these like weird ghosts or souls like, you know, sticking out of the book. He takes it home. Uh, Lisa's reminiscing about her cat that died like four years prior. And he's like, hey, maybe there's uh, something in this book we can, you know, bring, you know, Snowball back to life. So they find one. They go to the cemetery to perform the uh, ritual or spell and wind up raising a whole bunch of zombies who wreak havoc on Springfield, biting everyone and turning everyone to zombies. Nice. <laughs> And then we uh, end up, I think, at uh, I think elementary school, right? Yeah. Or do they run Elementary to... uh, They run home first. They run home first and tell Homer's like, hey, we messed up. We messed up. Is the car okay? Yeah, but we messed up. But is the car okay? Yeah. Okay. You're fine. Did you just mess up the car? No. no. Did you raise the, the, the dead back to life? Yes. But, the car but is, is the car okay? Yes. Ah, yes. You're fine. Okay. You're fine. And then we, uh, I think, they, we come back to the school, and uh, Principal Skinner is like calling um, Martin to the principal's office, like bring your brain. And Martin's like, oh my god, much Where better use of Skinner than in the last episode. Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Was I it, agree. Like head like off his body, and he, like his head was on the desk, or was later it later like, on? He it's attached when he's calling Martin to the office, but later you see the three bullies playing soccer with Skinner's head. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty... Not the face. <laughs> so they they run back home, and they're uh, boarding it up so the zombies don't get in. Oh, don't forget uh, Krusty in Sideshow Mel. Oh, yeah, there's a... Uh, they're doing the Krusty show. He's like, here's a gift for you guys. And then you open it, and then Sideshow Mel's there. He pulls Krusty in. <laughs> God, I love Technical it. difficulties. Difficult, yeah, and then it comes back. Crisis a zombie. Stand to by. enter your sweepstakes, send me your parents' oh, brain. brain. Or, right, parents' brains on a 3x5 <laughs> card. Yeah, while they're boarding up the house. And uh, Marge is like, did you board up? Uh, he's like, Homer, did you board up the doors? Like, mm, no. <laughs> Zombies. <laughs> oh, yeah, in. that's what I was supposed to do. <laughs> oh, the zombies. No. Yeah, so they, they burst through the friggin' door, and Lisa realizes a way to um, stop the zombies and kind of reverse the spell, but they have to get to back to the school library, so Homer kind of sacrifices himself to for them to um, head over there to get the, uh, retrieve the uh, spell book. So when they go back to uh, what the cemetery to perform a ritual to try to get the zombies back into their graves. So amazing. And they're all just like, eh, all right, guys, we'll see you. I'll see you in hell. And then 
there was one John Smith going into the, <laughs> the grave. Excuse <laughs> me, I'm John Smith. Yeah. John Smith, 1882. My mistake. <laughs> I'll see you in hell. Did you get that boulder up yet? Nope, nope. not yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You did miss two really good jokes, David. Which one? Uh, when they first break in and Homer's trying to sacrifice himself and says, take me, but spare my family. And they're looking into his ear and tapping on his head and you just hear it's all. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brains, we're looking for brains. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> really so Zach got his brainless brain. Homer joke. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty great. The um, And then also and then, turning uh, Lisa into a, into a uh, snail. snail. And then, oh, um, yeah, yeah. Dad, you shot the zombie Flanders. He was a zombie? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. that's pretty great. Yeah, this was a fun episode. The uh, yeah, this was a fun episode. Even I though it was fun. named after a Who Done It movie, and it had nothing to do with that whatsoever. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite Who Done It movies, and I'm like, oh, maybe it'll combine. This. No, it does not. <laughs> the, uh, What's the Who Done It movie, Mark? Um, Dial M for Murder. The directed by I don't know. Who, I forgot who it was directed Alfred by. Hitchcock. Is it, I, was it yeah. Hitchcock? Who we got his silhouette, a Homer-style silhouette of him at the uh, Oh, that is true. That is true. The, uh, so we go, so we got some Hitchcock at the beginning little, some little, Hitchcock at, at the, the end. end. There you go. Um, <laughs> getting Hitchcock at both ends. All right. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> that means two uh, things. Anyway. Uh, yeah, this was a fun fucking episode. The, uh, this, was, this Treehouse episode was freaking awesome. Yeah. yeah this one was I, a I lot better, thankfully. Yeah. yeah. Even with the second one just being weaker. It still is definitely better than the second one. Yeah, yeah. and I, I still think King Homer was a really good one. It, it is definitely the most, like, uh, segments one and three were a lot freer to do what they needed to do, so it could be a lot funnier, whereas uh, King Homer, I felt like they were being a little too rigid with their spoof. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really liked Dino Z for Zombies. Um, it's probably... And structurally, it's probably the weakest of these three, but there were so many laughs that I didn't care. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely a, a, a more, like, a, a fun episode. Um, uh, the Waldo joke was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he pulled up an, oh, you yeah. know, like, what was the name of the book? It was, Find uh, Waldo yet again. Yeah, he's book, it. he's just right there. <laughs> like, not even there's, like, one other person on the page. It's, it's like, social it, distancing Waldo. Yeah. He's, it's like, he's not even trying. That's really to know. The uh, a little too close for, to home right now. The uh, of course everybody's listening to this in October, so it's October. Everything's good and it's a golden age again. Thank God. <laughs> wink, yeah. wink. Yeah. The oh God. Uh, but yeah, this is a fun. This is a fun episode. I'm actually glad that this is way better than the than the last uh, at Treehouse. Um, and I'm glad, I was, I was really glad, you know, obviously I didn't really care for the second episode, but I'm glad that this one stuck the landing and overall, like even with the second one being a little less enjoyable throughout, this was all was, was the energy was better. It seemed like there, like there was a bolt of lightning through this episode. Yeah. It, it, It was much, much more energized much funnier, much better paced. Like it was a lot more going on, and it, it it was, it was almost like it was like oh shit, this is a Simpsons episode. Like I was saying at the beginning, I, you know. Oh, uh, we almost forgot to mention King Kodos. Oh yeah, they showed up. Um, yeah. uh, you know, ra- oh yeah, randomly at the zombies, at the zombies, saying okay, the humans are gonna wither and fall like the earth plums we've 
observed on the observoscope and then they laugh for five minutes and it's totally <laughs> reused animation from um when they're hovering above earth with a peace symbol in the last yeah. trios before like because that the uh, words don't match their mouths and it's the exact same shot just minus the peace symbol on earth <laughs> god it's fucking amazing the um uh, there's actually a um a little bit of a blooper though or a little bit of a thing i don't know if you guys caught it um, uh, right when uh, when he's talking to Lisa when she turns into a snail, um, oh, yeah. her li- her lips don't move when she talks. Yeah, yeah. Um, really. the, um, I, I thought that was just a bad animation thing. Or it, something. W- it was a bad animation. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it was. But it was a, it was funny enough of a, of a gag to to make it worth it. The um, uh, but yeah, it was it was it was a fun episode. There was a lot of good stuff going on. O- overall, I feel comfortable saying of the three Trials of Horrors we've watched, this is probably the best overall one we've watched so far yeah yeah i'll agree to that yeah all right so um funniest moment welfare check or is there anything else is there anything else we need to talk about with dial z no no they they kind of end with watching tv yeah and that's it yeah yeah Yeah. i think the welfare one was probably the funniest part yeah it was definitely one of the funniest yeah welfare yeah and then like the like the like oh this you just have the you just have to switch the you know this is on evil setting you just gotta switch it up to good that one was good, but I think the welfare one in hell, even the heterosexual one. Or the, oh, yeah, the heterosexual one was pretty great. Oh, the my. Whoopi Goldberg joke. <laughs> There's a lot of fun ones. There's there. a lot of solid, yeah, a lot of really solid jokes in, in this. The, yeah, especially in the first one. To the Flanders one was funny. Just because yeah, just you like, know the history of, of, of the whole city. Like, if you were, like, I would imagine that joke is way funnier to you than it is to most people mm-hmm. who are average Simpson viewers. Well, I think like, even average Simpson viewers know that Homer hates Flanders. <laughs> like, I mean, when, when Zach's howling at a Simpsons joke, you know they stuck it. Yeah. 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 Um, and I like how George Washington, Albert Einstein, and William Shakespeare are Come all buried in Springfield. Yeah. Um, you know. Because why the hell not? There, there was a real huge opportunity for an Edgar Allan Poe joke there because of the Raven, but no. Instead, you fucking Shakespeare. It's better. Um, but yeah, I liked Zombie Flanders. I liked um, Sideshow Mel uh, pulling Krusty into the giant box. Um, I did like uh, Last Lingering Thread of My Heterosexuality. And I did like the Good and Evil Switch. Yeah. I may go with Good and Evil Switch as my pick for Funniest Moment. Nice. Because it, like, it is the most useless thing. Yeah. I think the Whoopi Goldberg for me, yeah. that was fucking funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, Throwing that box back. Like, whoop! <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, this, this episode as a whole really played more for jokes, but is there anything that we want to pick for scariest, creepiest, or, gory, or goriest, grossest moment? Um, like, was there anything? Like, goriest. Like I mean, yeah, the, like the Krusty doll was funny, but it was it, it, it had it did have some creepy energy oh, to it too. Barney eating the freaking zombie arm, and he's not even a zombie. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that was pretty. <laughs> funny. That's a good point. Yeah, that, that is a little deranged. <laughs> it's also Barney. If it can't beat him, join him. Yeah, was, just not entirely. The uh, oh my god, that, yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, that's that for me. <laughs> yeah, I I think that the 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 crusty doll was funny, but it did it, it was creepy too at the same time. Yeah, so it had that um, it had that going for it. I'll also throw in Skinner calling Martin up to the principal's office because that was not played for yeah. jokes at all. Like that was probably the one like played for serious sinister moment. 
in the whole trio of stories. Or like King Homer going in and eating the little girl. Well, that yeah, was pretty with bones crunching up. and that, yeah. that was pretty messed up. We all laughed though. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was. I mean, that was. Zach, yeah. did you have a pick for creepiest or scariest? Eh, or gory versus. Eh. Zach's so desensitized. Yeah. So that's um, kind of a meh. All right. Uh, worst segment. Uh, it sounds like we're all unanimous. King Homer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think it's a bad segment at all, but no. it is definitely the yeah. weakest of these three. It's just boring. And then, I don't know, Mark, what's your pick for best segment of these three? Um, I would probably, ooh, that's a, I, I, definitely the first episode. Yeah. Um, uh, definitely yeah. the first episode for me. Um, it seems to be a running tradition right now that I, all the, thus this far, all the, like Zach was saying before, like all the first episodes are my picks for the best ones, and this is no different. Yeah, so. I agree 100%. David? Uh, third segment for sure. I just had a lot of fun watching that one. I'm gonna go with the, the first segment. Um, both one and three were really funny, uh, but I do feel like uh, clown stuck the landing just a little bit better than. Um, I'm, I I guess we just should talk about the endings real quick of how like the first two segments both end with the love American style heart. <laughs> Heart wipe, I guess we'll call it. Oh yeah, that's right. That does. Uh, they did. Yeah. All three of them did. Uh, not the last one. The last one just ended with them watching oh, yeah, TV, yeah, yeah. and then it just cuts to credits. You hear a wolf howl. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, I, I just really liked I, like the punchline of the good and evil switch, and once the crusty doll came, and actually once Homer entered the house of evil, uh, it was just joke after joke after joke, and all of them landed. Um. But yeah, I, I think one and three are both very strong. But I'm going to give the edge to one. Nice. Um, so yeah, we are three to one for best segment on this. Clown Without Pity is the overall yeah. winner for this episode. Um, very cool. Any final thoughts we want to share about the episode as a, as a whole? Um, it was I, funny. It, it was definitely like I, I this is a lot of I jokes. literally said in the last episode. I was like I was like I can. I'm I'm seeing where the energy is going, yeah. and like, and this is the first time like when the rubber meets the yeah. road for me when it comes to these type of the rubber meets mm-hmm. the road. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna All go right, with the you're really gonna go with that. I am gonna go with that. I hope you're proud of yourself. That's yeah. that is exactly. I am very proud of myself. Not as proud as Brandon is, but but uh, definitely proud of myself. Mm, okay, yeah. I'm gonna say they definitely switched the riders from evil to good on this one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Again, very proud of himself. <sighs> you're not wrong. The, uh, <laughs> David? Oh, I had fun watching all three segments. I knew that we were going to watch a good one from the beginning when Homer comes out. The fucking right. Hitchcock saying it's Dude. like, really? Okay. Yeah, we, I think we I all knew, knew at that moment. Like, yep. we're, we're in for something different here. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for listening to part three of the October 2020 Midwest Horror Network special where we're dissecting all the Treehouse of Horror episodes of The Simpsons. Uh, before you leave us, please hit like and subscribe or write like and subscribe on a 3x5 card and send it to us at Midwest Horror Network. You can check us out on our various social medias, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Midwest Horror Network. Also listen to our other podcast, The Nightmares Podcast, which you can find also on our YouTube channel as well as Spotify and Anchor. Um, Zach? Squirrels.
David? I hate squirrels. Mark? I'm indifferent about squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, happy October, everyone. <laughs>